Well, for a second straight year, Julio Rodriguez stole the show at the Home Run Derby, but for the second straight year, he unfortunately ran out of gas before he could claim his crown. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Monday, July 10th, 2023. How about a third show? For you guys today why not this is exciting as always for the locked on mariners podcast thank you so much for making us your first listen after the home run derby subscribe like and turn on alerts if you're watching on youtube or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear and if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day let us know in the comments below and if you want to hear from us even more please consider signing up for our patreon you can now get a free seven-day trial to check out the show the link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On MLB for terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem promo code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so I wanted to hop on here quickly and talk a little bit about tonight's home run derby at T-Mobile Park. It was a great home run derby. It was a memorable home run derby one of the better ones that i've seen as of late uh and that's what the derby is ultimately about right because at the end of the day it's a meaningless contest that has no real impact on anything in the grand scheme of things but it's a fun event and it's about you know the memorable moments the the memories right like adley rutschman hitting 27 home runs and switch hitting you know midway through his round in his homecoming it's julio rodriguez setting a single round record in home run derby history it's randy Arena providing us with an all-timer of a derby performance across the board and yet none of those three people that i just mentioned actually won the home run derby tonight which is really my issue with the home run derby overall but i'll get to that a little bit later for now, though, I want to talk about Julio because uh, Julio, despite not even making it to the final, was yet again for the second straight year the star of the home run derby. Obviously, the derby being in his home ballpark in Seattle, the crowd was just incredible in its support for Julio, not just with you know the cheering and the chanting for Julio during his rounds, but also for how much they rallied together and pulled against guys like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. if they were going up against Julio, booing every single home run that he hit and cheering every line drive and round ball that he hit. Uh, it was amazing. It was just an amazing scene. I can't even imagine what it was like to be there. Incredibly jealous of everyone that I know that was uh, fortunate enough to attend the Derby tonight. It looked pretty amazing. Uh, Julio was 
more than prepared to uh, give those fans the show that they deserved. And he did that. And then some in the first round and his matchup against Pete Alonzo didn't even give Alonzo the two-time champ a chance. And what initially looked to be the marquee matchup of the night with the two-time champ and Alonzo going up against the young up-and-comer and Julio who you know, since last year in LA, I think was the favorite for this derby, especially with us knowing where it was going to be, etc. Um, Julio just came right out of the gate, effortlessly depositing bomb after bomb after bomb over the left field wall. Quickly got his time bonus. Frammy Pena, his pitcher was just automatic dotting up that uh, upper right corner of the zone. And that was the sweet spot for Julio all night long. Just frankly magical to see as Julio set the single round record in the home run derby with 41 home runs, beating out the winner of this year's derby, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who set the past record of 40 home runs back in 2019 a derby that he also did not win again we'll talk about that a little later on but just a fantastic round from julio uh the greatest single round performance in home run derby history the numbers don't lie and given that it was also in his home ballpark giving the atmosphere i don't know how you could say any other round in home run derby history was more impactful, more iconic than that one was. So that's really cool. And so even though that Julio didn't get to take the the derby chain, which was pretty dope, I can't lie. Looked pretty cool on Marshawn, by the way. Even though that he didn't take that chain home tonight, uh, he was still a winner of the home run derby. Uh, unfortunately, as part of him you know, wanting to give the fans a show, he pretty much swung at everything. And that's also because, you know, Pena was so consistently in that sweet spot. Uh, but he swung a lot, right? He had presumably batting practice before the Derby. He then has the first round. He goes back in the cages, takes more swings, and then comes out for his second round against Vlad. And he just looked gassed at that point. He just right out of the gate, just didn't, Looked like he had anywhere near the energy that he had in the first round. Uh, just some tired swings. Uh, was really getting, he was either getting two underneath balls or two on top of balls. Just the, the rhythm that he had, the effortlessness that he had in the first round was just gone. Um, and it's unfortunate because Pena was still really dotting up that uh, upper inside corner, Verulia, but he just. Uh, wasn't able to do much with it. And then you could start to see the desperation creep in. I don't know if he was aware or not that he didn't have the time bonus, uh, but it did seem like he was kind of pressing and uh, he just wasn't able to really get anything going there. I mean, he he was starting to find a little bit of a rhythm before he took his timeout, but after the timeout, uh, it, it was pretty much over and done with. And, you know, once he finished up with 20 home runs, I mean, that's just not going to be enough with, with Vlad waiting and uh, Vlad sure enough, you know, he took it a little bit down to the line in bonus time, 
uh, to hit his uh, 21st home run to eliminate Julio. Uh, but yeah, the, you could you could see that coming. That was not uh, Julio's uh, best effort, and uh, unfortunately, he does not win the Derby. But again, given what he did in the first round, I think we can all say we're we're very pleased with what Julio was able to accomplish tonight. So congratulations to Julio Rodriguez on another a second iconic uh, home run derby performance. All right, we're going to talk about my issues with the home run derby in just a moment. There's quite a few, right? Just from a pure viewing experience, uh, I felt this way after last year. I feel this. I feel the same exact way this year, and it's not even really because of Julio. It's more so for on behalf of Randy Arozarena. I'll get into that in just a moment. But first, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy can be helpful for learning positive coping skills, and how to set boundaries. It can empower you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, but don't feel that your match is suitable for you. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on mlb and you're listening to the locked on mariners podcast thank you again for making the show your first listen after the home run derby saw my camera glitch out a little bit there it was giving me a warning about my internet so if there is a little glitchiness during the ad read i apologize and if there still is i i apologize it looks fine on my end but you never know all right so my issues with the home run derby are, are really this right let me just read you the derby totals tonight mookie bets with a mookie bets mookie bets with a really sad 11 home runs like he he was doing it because his wife essentially told him he should do it um so he could basically do everything at the major league level obviously you know champion he's accomplished a lot Right. So why not do the Derby? It's one of the few things that he just hasn't done at the major league level. So I get it, but he never seemed like a Derby guy to me. And yeah, we saw the result of that. Uh, great in-game power. Just he, his power is not suited for uh, for that kind of platform. Uh, Adelise Garcia with 17. Pete Alonzo with 21. Adley Rutschman again with 27. He was fantastic. Uh, it sucks that he uh, he was matched up with Luis Robert, who was also really, really good in that first round. Uh, speaking of Robert, he had 50. He's next on the list. He finished fourth. Uh, Julio had 61. Uh, Vlad had 72. He was the winner. And Randy Arozarena finished with 82. So notice how I said the winner was second in total home runs tonight. And look, I get it. In the spirit of the competition, as it is formatted, Vlad won, right? All due credit 
to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But when we're further removed from this derby, what are we going to remember? Are we going to remember Vlad's performance? Or are we going to remember Randy Rosarena's, Julio's, Adley Rutschman's? I think it's the latter, right? I don't think I'm really going out on a limb by saying that. It wasn't a great derby performance by Vlad. It was fine. It was good. Don't get me wrong, but it reminded me a lot of Juan Soto's last year. This is now, what, the fifth time? Yeah, the fifth time since... Major League Baseball switched the format of the Home Run Derby in 2015 to this bracket-style, head-to-head matchup type thing that the player with the most home runs over the course of the entire Derby did not win the Derby, which is more than those that have put up the most home runs over the Derby and actually won the contest since 2015. So Randy becomes the latest. 2023, Julio last year, Vlad in 2019, Kyle Schwarber in 2018, and then Jock Peterson in the first year of this format in 2015. Now, he did tie with the actual winner with Todd Frazier. They both had 35, I think it was. 39. It was 39. But still, this is not what you want, right? And look, I, I get, you know, in certain instances, um, you know, when a guy wins the round, you know, he just stops after he beats his opponent. So, you know, in theory, he could have hit more home runs. And maybe if he's allowed to go the full distance, the numbers look a little bit different. Whatever. I just, I don't like the head-to-head matchup format in general, right? Because it's pretty obvious it's become very obvious especially over the last few years as we uh, you know as mariners fans have you know watched with more intent with julio being involved in it that whoever hits second has the advantage right we can all we can all agree on that i think and you know that's technically earned right because seeding is based off of who hits the most home runs during the course of the season up to that point. And, you know, that should matter, right? When you're talking about a home run competition, the players with the most home runs should have an advantage over those with fewer home runs. But we also know that home run totals don't really matter when they're, you know, picking the field, right? Because if so, Julio's probably not in the Sturby. Randy's probably not in the Sturby. Adley's not in the Sturby. Vlad's not in the Sturby. And those were the four best hitters in the competition tonight. And they had the four fewest home run totals heading into the competition. So we know that that doesn't ultimately matter. At the very least, after the first round, it should be reseeded, right? Julio clearly wasn't the seventh best hitter in the competition, right? He proved that. And then some after the first round as the player with the most home runs after the first round, 
he should get the first seed, right? Or let's make it even less complicated, right? Let's go back to what it once was. Well, kind of what it once was. Let's just make it a sprint to the end with three separate sessions. The player with, you know, the players with the fewest home runs after each session gets eliminated. We whittle down the field and whoever hits the most home runs over those three sessions wins the competition. Why can't it just be that simple? Like, I I assume from Major League Baseball standpoint, they're worried about, you know, like if Julio with, with the pace that he was on, like maybe he would have gone into the final with like a 15 home run lead and there wouldn't have even been a chance for his opponent to to come back and win, right? Unless he just utterly collapsed. So they're worried about viewers tuning out before the final even happens. I get that. But this format sucks. <laughs> like they need to do something different here. They need to do something that actually properly rewards the players who have the best showcases, right? Adley Rutschman shouldn't have been eliminated. He had one of the best performances of the night, one of the most memorable performances of the night, and he didn't even make it past the first round. Everyone in that building wanted to see more Adley Rutschman. Everyone in that building wanted to see more Julio Rodriguez. We frankly deserved Julio versus Randy. And yeah, you know, most of that does ultimately fall on on Julio for not performing in the second round. But still, Julio did more than enough with his, you know, 60 home runs. Because even after Vlad beat him, he had more total home runs than Vlad by by a landslide, I think. I, I, Vlad had, what, 25? So if he finished with 11 more than Julio, yeah, then Julio had, what, a 14? home run lead on him after the second round after he lost right i'm bad at math so correct me if i'm wrong (laughs) but you get the point right like julio was just better than vlad overall right not in that specific round but overall like he was better than juan soto last year juan soto got to go last in la right so, I don't know if they're going to fix it. Probably not. They're probably not going to do it. Because, I mean, from, you know, all, I don't know what I'm trying to say. From all the indications, right? Uh, this was a roaring success. So, why should they change it? Right? That said, though, it's just, it's a bad format. It sucks. I don't like it. And it's not fair to those that put on the best shows, like Julio, like Randy, like Adley. Randy should have won. Randy was the best hitter tonight. Overall, I mean, over the, you know, the three rounds. Julio obviously had the best moment, though. But I mean, like, going into this, right, only six players had a round of 30-plus home runs. Julio made it seven. Well, it's not six players. There's been six instances of 30-plus home runs in a single round in the home run derby heading into this one. Julio made it seven, which was his third after two last year. And then Randy 
made it eight. He quietly had a 35 home run round right after Julio, which got nowhere near the attention that Julio's did, which is mind blowing to me because that's that's an all time performance by Randy. Like Randy straight up had an all time derby performance tonight, and no one's really going to talk about it, which sucks. Nevertheless, though, really fun home run derby tonight. Really, really fun home run derby. Um, we'll see if Julio wants to do it again next year. It's in Texas, in Arlington, in that toaster of a stadium. We'll see if he wants to do it. Um, also, real quick, you know, on the format as well, I just, well, I like, all right, as a fan, right? As a, from a pure viewing, you know, standpoint, I like seeing, you know, guys hit as many home runs as they can as fast as possible with the timer. But that can't be great on the body. I'd be lying to you if I said that I wasn't at least mildly concerned on how Julio's going to feel after all those swings he took tonight. That's not great. It feels like you're putting guys at unnecessary risk, especially like once Julio hit the 41. It seemed to set the standard on a lot like Randy started going a lot harder than he was in the first round. And that just that doesn't seem great either. So again, they need to make some tweaks to the format. I doubt they will, but they need to. Anyway, again, nevertheless, great derby, great performance by Julio. Uh, I could not be more proud of Julio and how he represented the city, how he represented uh, the franchise, and how the fans uh, represented the city and the franchise. It was uh, so cool to watch. Very surreal. You know, I love the 2001 All-Star Game and the 2001 Derby. Um, I used to watch that that All-Star Game. Uh, like, I would replay it. I, I recorded it on VHS and would replay it as a kid bunch of times love that all-star game and it's really surreal to see the all-star game back in seattle and see all the attention that seattle is getting uh t-mobile park is getting seeing all the people all the the big names in baseball not just players but media etc uh it's such a cool event um and it, it's really cool to to see it in our town so uh it's been a, it's been a lot of fun uh all-star week and uh, it all you know, gets capped off tomorrow with the All-Star game. We'll see how much Julio plays. We'll see if you know Luis Castillo and George Kirby pitch. I would assume at least one of those guys are going to pitch, especially because they're a few days removed from their last outing. So uh, that would make sense for them to, uh, to go out there and uh, throw an inning uh, or two combined. So uh, we'll see. Uh, in the afternoon, Colby and I will be talking about some of our favorite picks from day two of the 2023 MLB draft. We'll also talk a little bit more about the Derby and Julio's performance. Uh, But for now, that's going to do it for me. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. I've been your host, Tati Gonzalez. Uh, Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And my co-host Colby over at CPAT11, that's CPAT11. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. We're also now on threads at Locked On Mariners for any of you that have 
uh, joined that platform. Uh, thank you again for making us your first listen after the home run derby. Have yourself a beautiful baseball night. I promise there are no more shows after this for the day, but uh, thank you for tuning in to all of them, or at least some of them. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.